Okay, everybody, welcome back to A Dude in the Hen House. Let me move my microphone closer so I can speak into it like a real man. Like, not like a young boy. Like Mel, the hen likes young boys. Okay, stop the show. Stop the show. What's up, everybody in the hen house? This is Fred. I just wanted to come on before the show even starts to explain the shitty, awful sound you're hearing right now is from my microphone. The first 30 seconds or so, you'll hear me messing around with my microphone. And somehow I inadvertently unplugged it slightly. It caused a nightmare in editing. So I did the best I could because what I said was a lot of fun and important. But it sounds like shit. But I promise you, just get to the 11-minute mark. Deal with the bullshit. It's still my crappy, shitty voice anyway, either way, even when it's fucking edited. But get to the good part. At 11 minutes... We figure it out. You'll hear the bump, the boom. I'll I'll come back on and I'll point out this is where I fixed it. Okay, let's go back to the show and listen to Mel talk about young boys. Oh, definitely not. Better. Hey, Pete, how we doing? What's the youngest you'll date, Mel? Honestly, forty-six. Yeah. Really? That that's old, and that's erectile dysfunction, yeah. <laughs> All this, the oldest I'll go is 55. 46 to 55. You're, you're in trouble. Why? I know. There's not a lot to choose from. Now, guy, you meet a nice guy out at a bar. Okay, that doesn't happen in the real world. People talk to each other, but okay. okay sure. In the grocery store or wherever, you bump into him and he says he's 44. Yep. Now you say no, just because he's 44. No, I probably would, but I feel very old. That's almost 10 years. I don't know. I I like, I don't know. I don't know. I think I might feel weird about that. You know what I didn't realize? And I read about it today. I didn't realize that Jay-Z was 31 and Beyonce was 19. When they, Oh, yeah. There's a big difference there. They're wondering if he groomed her now. Groom? Grooming is what predators do to... Hmm. Who knows? They look happy. They're certainly cashing fat fucking paychecks. They're like the power couple. Because, you know, they're the king and queen, man. Well, when you got money, you can do it. So this is is the culmination of a tough week for us both. You you had car trouble. Did you get your car trouble fixed? Almost. A little bit more and a few million dollars more and we'll be good. That Lamborghini stuff is expensive. Oh yeah, Lamborghini. <laughs> and I and I lost my job. I lost my full time medical paying benefit job. But I don't have not, not, it sucks, but not a lot of problem. Not guiltless. I'm not guiltless. I'm just not guilty of right. what I was not charged with, but terminated for. So but I have no problem with it from a internal standpoint. One, a lot of people have reached out, you know, a lot of my ex employees have reached out and sent very nice messages and how they can't believe it and stuff. So I like that. I impacted people Two, the reason without going into it was intended to help my team 
nothing was stolen. It was simply, I'll just say it. It was, I took water out of a cooler that I'm not, and I know better not to, we're not supposed to do that. Okay. That's, I get that. That's a rule. I have no problem telling the truth. That's a rule. We are able to do it and then bill it out. The problem is when you're the only manager on duty, you can't bill yourself out. So you have to wait till the next morning for the place to open and then hope a cashier is there and have a cashier or a manager bill you out. But you also have to remember that five hours earlier, you took four waters. <laughs> That's where I failed. This is what I'm guilty of. I'm guilty of, I guess, um, the system. <laughs> not, not completing the system. You know, not, right. it was $18 and 55 cents. Is it a big deal? It's still a theft in of stuff at the, you know, like staplers and stuff. Even if you're taking pens, stuff like that, that's still lost. There's I wouldn't call it theft, but it's a loss to the company. Now this is a place I'm going to shock you with a number only. And I know these numbers cause I was a manager here. $2.1 million in loss last year. That's what this place allows to be stolen out of their store. Now, obviously I counted for $18 and 55 cents of it and lost my job. The same people could come in there as patrons and rob the place blind. They do nothing or they try to the same guy that convicted me or whatever persecuted me or blamed me is the same guy in charge of this stuff. And he also is somebody that this is what bugs me the worst about this whole thing. I, I thought these people were my friends, some of them, including my manager, one manager specific, this guy named Jimmy is so, I mean, I can't believe this guy was coming to me with personal problems. This guy was coming to me with problems about his children his you know, uh, privately and stuff, having private conversations with me. And he knew this was about to go down. So this was a complete setup. In my opinion, I have no proof. I'm not looking for proof. It's kind of a blessing in disguise that it gives me a lot more. I'm not going to lie. Night shift is a horrible, horrible existence. Nobody wants to work it. So you're understaffed. The management during the day never comes in and sees what you're truly dealing with. They don't care. As long as you're making their job easier, they don't care what you're doing. And it's corporate. So these are three things I'm not going to be good at. I'm never going to not voice my opinion to somebody. If they, especially if they ask or they tell me we have an open door policy, you know, all that bullshit, they tell you. So I feel bad that I got beat. Honestly, that's what I feel worse about is because you were there a long time and a long time. And I got beat by people that are not smarter than me. They're not, they're not more intelligent than me and they beat me. And that's what is so frustrating. I know I'm, I'm smarter than them. I proved it already. I mean, there's nothing, I, I don't even have a shadow of a doubt. You know, it doesn't take much for these people. All they have to do is bow to the company line. They have to bow to the, I mean, this is something that always drove me crazy. Do you know at stores like the type I worked at, and this is goes back to the anywhere from the Walmarts all the way to the targets. I'm sure they all do it in the corporate world. 
when a superior manager comes in, they have to greet them at the door and clap as they enter. Yeah, like the fucking queen. Thank God I worked at night because you could never, you could never get me. Oh my God. I'd never sit there with a fake smile on my face with corporate clapping. Oh, yay, yay. All they do is touch each other's little ball sacks and tickle each other and and massage. Yeah. So, oh, other than that, listen, I'm fine. Um, I feel bad for my team who have reached out to me and vocalized. I've been very careful with my team to tell them. Don't jeopardize your job. You can't save my job now. It's over. No, it's over. No. So don't. But they're gonna be miserable without you there. So yeah, they are. And they're, that- they're struggling. One thing. First of all, we were understaffed with me there. Now they're right. incredibly understaffed because I did do a lot of work. One thing I am as a worker. That's what's frustrating me right now. I don't know what to do with myself. I got plenty to do. Plenty of housework yeah. to do. Money isn't my major problem. I'm more disappointed in the benefits I'm losing because now I'm, I'm wavering between that Cobra where you have to pay the whole thing, but it's not great insurance. It's great when I was working there, but it's not great if I got to pay the whole thing. It's no, Cobra is very expensive. It's like $800 a month, you know, for me to keep my insurance. So, and that stuff you do have to think of when you're, 54 years old they're in your fifties medical insurance is a value. I don't, uh, not, not enough kids understand that. I know my daughter doesn't and your son probably doesn't understand that. Nobody does. You know, if you said, do you get benefits of that? And he's like, who cares benefits? I don't need benefits, but you do benefits have a, a huge value in your future. For sure. But other than that, I feel Okay, because I think my job as a supervisor was to protect the people that worked under me. And when they were and you did it for the right reasons, you just did it the wrong way. Right. I, my intentions were good and I failed to complete the process. And yep. I apologized. I told them the truth. I didn't lie about any of this. Once it was brought up to me, I started recollecting. Oh, yeah, you're right. I did. You know, shit happens. You get busy. It was five hours before it's middle of the night, you know, all those things. So definitely was a more of a setup than anything. And if I have to prove that I, I do have the ammunition in pictures and stuff like that to continue this, but I don't need to, I'm quite happy being let go at this point. It's just difficult. It is. It does get more difficult as you get older to find quality work, quality work or Luckily, luckily I planned well financially and I'm set up enough, you know, to I'll, I'll survive. I bounce back. I often bounce back. I'm having a tough week, but it's all pride. It's all pride and ego and all that stuff. It's not losing the job. It's right. It's complete ego, but, and maybe I just need to get laid. Must be nice. Wait, I lost you. Hey. Fred. Fred. No volume. No! So obviously this is where I fucking figured it out. This is where... 
the natural shitty voice comes back. The editable one. It's a tough word. Editable. The one I can fucking edit. Okay, back to the show. Back to the fucking show. That's now I got it right. Right, I got you now. Yeah. What the hell happened? <laughs> so, I just know the wire in my um, what do you call it? Went out. I see your mouth moving, and I'm like, hello. I can't hear you. That's good. That's probably the best way. If I hey, listen, if I had that in real life, no job would get rid of me. <laughs> the ability to shut me the fuck up. Oh yeah. And that's a flaw. You know, we should talk about this because it's okay. It's definitely okay to be flawed. And I think it's more important to understand your flaws and control them. Unfortunately, I haven't completely learned that lesson and stuff. Oh. This was this was my first time into the corporate world of it. So um, it's a whole new animal to me. I've always worked for private businesses and stuff. So if I could learn to control this mouth, better or at least think through before responding I would be a better I would be much better off but it wouldn't be me yeah but here's the thing after 50 your filters start to get even even thinner and so they don't work as well yeah it's not so, even that it's not even the filter it you just comes, don't care well it no. comes down to the experience and the intelligence and I had both over my bosses who are in Part of this witch hunt that they caused and eliminated me because they were younger. They're in their forties and thirties, I believe. Mm. All they have is corporate training, which is incredibly geared towards hard work, money, percentages, this and that, which I understand is important for a business. But I still think giving a shit about your employees makes you money percentages and stuff like that. I still think that, and they just don't give a fuck. But in the corporate world, they have their, their methodology of doing things. So unfortunately, but it's unfortunate. This is a, this is the life I lead. It's not my first time being, it's my first time being terminated ever, but it's not my first time being out of work. COVID I was out of work. I was out of work. I was in construction prior to this. So every time a project ended, I would get laid off and then go back in three months. And it was consistent. But I thought you were going to say you got laid instead of laid off. I was like, what? I didn't get laid. But we could we could talk about this because I think you could answer some of these questions. All right. I'm ready. So Since I'm on this kick of flaws and stuff. Oh, boy. Another flaw is something I got to learn to adjust more maybe you could be a part of this because you are a single mother with two children which is very similar to the girl i'm dating um i have a problem with understanding when somebody is asking for my help or just venting right so for instance i have three children all grown so i have that experience over even over you, you and her, I've, I've lived it already. All the stuff you're going through now and her, I've lived, but I don't know when she's asking for my help and when she's not. And that's well, some people don't know how to ask for help. And sometimes, you know, 
sometimes they want to hear like myself, like I, I'm not good at asking for help ever. I'll do it until I, my fingers bleed and I'm, you know, I don't, I try not to ask for help from people. Um, but sometimes you want to hear somebody's opinion. That's helpful. And you take it in stride and you say, okay, well, that's a good thought or whatever. Um, why don't you just come right out and say, do you want my opinion or can I help? So that's a thought process of it, but I'm also, I'm okay with you. I, I always prerequisite everything I say with just because this worked for my child, me and my child does not mean it's going to work for you and your child and stuff. And what she's dealing with is completely different. I'm so out of the loop on young children, you know, younger to uh, preteens and stuff. I, I haven't had a preteen in 10 years. A long time, you know, over 10 years. So I'm way out of the loop, but yeah, it is. Um, Listen, it's, that's part of the thing I was going to tell you about the difference between that. That's the men and woman difference. Usually a man who's single and has children doesn't have the children full time, but no. usually if on your side and trying to get a man to understand and trying to find a relationship life balance is also difficult because things could, Things could easily go a a plan for a Saturday night date could easily go awry when a child gets sick. I was just going to say, you got a puking kid (laughs) and that's a cancellation or when a um, or when the father who was supposed to take the kid, maybe he's ill or sick and can't do it. And or just on the show or whatever. Yeah, it's hard. I think on the women's side, they have to understand it's frustrating as hell for us on this end. And if we do take it in stride, it's still frustrating. So the, the frustration level, that's probably why we're so fucking clingy or uh, attached when they are present. You know, that's when you're trying to get laid and stuff. You're trying to take advantage of the opportunity in case you don't get it next week. You don't get it the week after that. You never know. And it's, it's frustrating. It is frustrating. Men can be clingy. I don't think I've ever met a man who's cl- define clingy for I'm me. Not clingy. I mean, I'm not clingy because I don't see the person enough to be clingy. But like clinging, like holding hands and hanging on them, or I think it aggressive, being more aggressive towards the bedroom. No, uh, but that's not clingy. That's just that's just horny. That's a different. I don't, I, I wouldn't all the time. Clingy to me represents like somebody who, uh, you know, they're like with you. They want to be with you all the time. They don't leave you alone. They're, yeah, they're like, I'm going to get my nails done. Oh, I'll come with you. Yes. You know, yeah. I, so clingy was the wrong word. I'm definitely not clingy, but we are trying we, to push the sex thing. Yeah. It doesn't feel like you're, but you know, this isn't two teenagers. It doesn't it doesn't feel pushing. It just feels necessary to take advantage of the opportunities as they're in front of you, because truthfully, there is no tomorrow, potentially, you know. And that's why I live the life that I do right now. Yeah, me too. People who have said to me like, oh, well, I think (laughs) somebody said to me recently, well, you know, 
you said on your podcast that you have when you asked me about the magic happening in here in my bedroom and I said, there's no magic happening. And they said, well, you know, I think you just need some good loving. If I was just looking for some good loving, I could go and get that anywhere. See, a woman could do that. That's another thing. Man can't. A man in my age range. Are you kidding? Nowadays, it's just as easy for men to get it just as fast as women. Okay. I've seen it in person. Well, then I'm doing it wrong because daddy ain't getting none that are not enough. Either one or the other. Carlin, so, I don't want to hear you complaining. You at least have somebody to do it with. Uh, I could if I wanted to, but I want, I'm, I'm saving myself for the right person. Yeah. Saving yourself for 60. Ugh. My philosophy is, my philosophy is I'm not just going to like jump in bed with somebody because what happens if they, they ghost me and then I'm stuck not getting it again. And then it's like, why would you turn? Why would you turn open the floodgates and have to close them again? That's stupid. I'd rather just wait till I, I think it's worth doing. Yeah. See, see, that's a woman's point of view. See, well, that's my point of view. I don't speak women i speak for me you know there's a i'm trying to think of a quote from the movie clerks where he says a man basically all we need is you know a hole and preferably moist and you know <laughs> that's pretty much all we need you know that that's all we need but yeah i understand the emotional side of it that you're putting into it um but there's the body shaming part of it the body image part yeah, but I'm not even talking about the emotional side of it. I'm talking about the the stability of it, that it's going to happen all the time. Why would I if I'm not sure that that I would even have a shot with that person again or they're just want a one hit wonder? Uh, why would I want that? Because then I don't know if I'm going to get it again. And it's like, why bother? Well, why no bother? Go, we do not go into it as a one hit wonder or a one night stand, something has to change drastically. Um, it's usually not the sex was no good. Listen, if you are stiff as a board, uh, very unadventurous. Yeah. That could be a turnoff to a point, but the sex, their intention is never to stop this. You know, once it gets rolling, they're going to keep going and going and going if they can. And that's a problem too, for men our age going and going and going, you know, you know, that's a problem. It's, and you guys have better toys. You have much better toys, much better opportunities, you know, to solo. You don't agree. Um, I am a person. I prefer human contact. Yeah, well, that's fine. I get that. But you got to admit the toy, the toy industry. No, of course, it's a bazillion dollar industry. Of course, it's geared towards you more than it is towards me. Maybe. But the thing is, here's the thing. You guys can take care of it yourself and you don't need a toy. It doesn't. You just need a visual. Oh, we don't even need a visual. <laughs> we don't <laughs> we don't even need a visual. You do it is it's better. 
bar of soap, okay? Not even. No, don't use soap. Don't use soap. Soap is <laughs> not gonna. That's not good for your skin. That's gonna cause burns. I like <laughs> to. I like to take my hand and turn it the other way, and it looks like somebody's doing it. <laughs> well, there you go. You can fool your skin. You don't need a toy. But guys aren't ambidextrous either. I don't know if you know that. Like, can't they can be. Some are. You can't do do it with both hands. Not both, but you could do it with the other one, can't you? Yeah, you, whatever your dominant hand, whatever your dominant hand is, is the hand you use. If you're lefty like myself, this yeah. is this is my boy. You like him? Look at him. Get a good look. Uh huh. This yeah. is him. Yeah, look at his dexterity. But um. Calluses, ew. Yeah, well, I'm a worker. I'm a working man. Yeah, yeah, all right. Not, not lately. Not this week. <laughs> not this week. But my dog's happy. Somebody's happy. I'm not working. Oh, there you go. And yeah. I didn't mean your job, silly. I meant work. Work. Yeah, yeah. I'm not in that mood right now. But okay. Yeah, it, so it is. You know, dating in your fifties. Is so, so it's so challenging, but it's uh, it's still better than being in a bad marriage. Have a girlfriend, shut up. Yeah, but that doesn't mean it's you no. know that it's going your way in the sense of it's it's difficult when two people have completely two different lives. Yeah, I mean, course. I have a hundred percent freedom, and I'm connecting with twenty percent freedom. And I'm fine with it because it fits my life very well, but it wouldn't fit every gentleman's life, every man's life. And you got to be realistic too. You got to be real. If it's the girl you actually want, you have to conform their, her priorities are what makes her attractive at the same time, her, her ability to be a good parent and to make those tough choices are also mm -hmm. the same abilities that turn you on believe it or not, turn me on at least and impress me. I never need to be catered to. I'm not a catered to type guy. You don't need to cook me dinner. I could cook on my own. You don't need to take, go buy my clothes. I could shop all day long. I love shopping. Love. But, Do you? Yeah. Oh, I love shopping. I even love shopping with women. Oh yeah. There's definitely, I said, I definitely got some, you know, homosexual qualities in me and, I probably passed him down to my son and that's probably why he, he's gay, you know, but I love, uh, do you know, here's something that I'll tell the audience and I'll tell you, I do no. not, I do not miss any red carpet events. Come on. I don't miss them. I have them on my TV alerted for E network to come up for the Oscars, especially yeah, the Grammy awards screenwriter guild all that stuff i will watch a red carpet i love fashion i love stuff like that absolutely love it you don't believe me i do believe you yeah Boy, start calling you a drama queen i'm gonna mean it <laughs> i just love it i love furniture i love designs i love architecture art i'm a huge art nerd make you 
feminine. It just means that you're a little more in touch with. Yes. In today's world, it's acceptable. But in yesterday's world, it's not. When we were kids, hell no. No, this wasn't acceptable. Now I have no problem with it. Same thing with music. I don't I don't get stuck into genres any longer. Um, If I like something, I listen to it. It doesn't matter if it's from the hardest rock you could imagine. If it moves me and I feel it, I'm listening to it. And then I could listen to a Beyonce song, you know, and if I like it, I'm going to listen to it. I don't yeah, care. I'm the same way when it comes to music. I like all kinds of music. I, I didn't used to be a country music fan, but I am now. So well, what I, stories did you have? You said you had a few stories you wanted to tell me. You know, we were talking about how awful dating is. So a, a very good friend of mine, he's he's a great guy. OK, a great friend zone, friend zone. I don't know. Yeah, he but he so he's in his later 60s. Great guy. So we were laughing one day because. You know, when you're nowadays and I'm probably going to get. Shot for this, but nowadays, you don't know, a lot of people are bisexual. A lot of people are. I don't know, just into a lot of different things. OK, I'm so, trisexual. I'm trisexual. You'll try anything. Try anything, baby. Jesus, I knew you were going to say that. Bend <laughs> over, bitch. No. <laughs> <laughs> bitch. Bitch. All right. So anyway, so my friend, we were laughing and I said, oh, you know. This was a while back and I said, oh, you know, I'm talking to this guy, but I don't know, you know, something. You never know. What if he's gay? And so my friend said, how do you think I feel? He goes, nowadays, you don't know if these chicks got dicks. <laughs> so I want a shout out to my buddy who, when we see each other and we have a date, we go, CWD? Yep, dicks with dicks. CWD. So I want to mention that. But um, I, so somebody, a coworker of, of a friend of mine, He's a very um, shy gal, a little on the dorky side, you know, just so one day she's telling a story and she was talking about having sex with this guy, her boyfriend or whatever it was at the time. And she called it sexy time. Oh, I'd vomit. I would vomit if somebody whispered in my ear, sexy time. Like, what? What did you say? And they're like, oh. when we had sexy time, sexy time started laughing. Oh my God. So I've got these, like, every time I think about that, I get the giggles a little bit. And don't, don't forget, we grew up in an era where the dating game would call it whoopee. Oh, yeah. Right in front of us. When your wife Karen makes whoopee, would you rather blank or blank? You know, it was so. Oh, yeah. Game shows, of course. Yeah. If somebody ever used the term whoopee, I don't know. It's a different words can turn you on, but but I could see where sexy time. I mean, you, you got to think this is all new for me. I know not many people, some people are probably tired of me talking about it, but it's also fresh in my head. So, but don't forget, I knew this girl 35 years ago. 
she's not that girl anymore. But that's right. that's the girl I remember. And now this is new and it's great. It's working great. But you have to separate that. You have to realize people grow. They become parents. They become moms. When you're a mom, you're not. You're not the same person. No, you can't be. It, it's impossible. And I don't want that either. Of course, I don't want a 15 year old because that would be illegal. Not only that reason, but I also. No, just I don't, ew. I'm just going to ew. Yeah. But you know, funny, though, you say that because I, I, I do have some friends who I've known for many, many, many years. And some of them I would consider dating that I knew from way back in the day or even I dated way back in the day. I would definitely date them again. And, and yeah, they are different. That doesn't mean that they're not the same, but they're definitely different. Grown, maybe matured a little more. Yeah. Well, we don't mature very quickly. Not very quickly at all. Men do not. No, but Uh, we we get grumpy. We get cranky. Men are moody bitches, man. Yeah, we're moody. We are moody. We are moody because I got to catch myself every now and then. Being a. Yeah, being a little bitch. It just, it happens. You know, it's funny because I'm not generally a moody person. I'm kind of even kilter all the time. But, you know, once in a while, lately, I feel like you need a good cry every so often. Fuck crying. I ain't crying. You know, I grew up with that mentality. You And we all did in that genre. See. You cry, I'm going to give you something to cry about if you don't stop crying. There's only a few things that make me cry. Okay? And that's movies. <laughs> yeah. Music. And milita- yeah. military surprises when people come home to their loved ones. <laughs> uh, when they surprise, especially their kids and yeah. stuff. That yeah. those are what make me a little weepy or teary eyed. Other yeah. than that, you're never going to. You might see me sometimes when I get mad when the steam's really rising. Yeah. I could get teary eyed and get choked up and stuff, but that's more boil over than anything. But I wish you listen, I'll tell first of all on a serious point men have to start letting go of this. And I'm no one to preach about this because I do not myself. I have a very strong 70s vibe still built into me of fix it (laughs) yourself. Don't make it somebody else's problem. Don't complain too much. And don't cry or I'll give you something to cry about. I'm not good good with the crying either. But like once in a great while, like I'm talking about something that's really getting to me or upsetting me and all of a sudden I'm like oh no and then what happens to me is that I get mad at myself for crying which makes it worse because now you've got two emotions happening and they're like wham are you ugly are you an ugly cry you got an ugly face um I'm gonna tell you a story that's not really a nice story but when the day my dad passed very unexpected. He, you know, he had been sick for a while and I took care of him. And um, I had to call an ambulance because he had to, he, he had congestive heart failure and we were going to go to the hospital or we meeting his doctor there. And it didn't work out that way. And 
they were trying. He wound up collapsing. And uh, so they were working on him for quite a while in the ambulance right in front of the house. And so I was standing outside. And of course, and it was May 31st. And all of a sudden, the skies opened up and it was torrential downpours. Now, I had straightened my hair. And as you can all see, I got naturally curly hair. My hair started to curl. I was drenched to the bone, standing outside. The neighbors came out and they were holding an umbrella over my head and everything. So when we got to the hospital and when they came in and told us that we passed, that he had passed away, this nurse comes in and she hands me a tissue and she's like, oh, honey, you got a little something here. Now, mind you, all these firemen, some of who I was friends with and others who were just hot firemen are all coming in and saying they were sorry and everything when they found out. Meanwhile, I go to the bathroom right after this, right? And I look up in the mirror. I wanted to just go and like splash cold water on my face. And I look in the mirror. I looked like Alice Cooper on crack. Did you? The makeup mascara was down my face. Was it my- a boogie though? Was it a booger on your... It was my black mascara was ran down my face all the way down. My makeup was just a giant smudge. My eyes were like two slits because I'd been crying so hard. My hair was stuck, all curled up, all the hairspray and all the crap in it. Oh, my God. I could not have looked any worse than I did at that very moment. And I was thinking, Holy crap, what the hell happened to me? And here's this nurse, and I'm a makeup artist and a hairdresser for a living. And this nurse is saying, like, here, honey, you got a little something on your eye. She's trying to fix my makeup. That's not good. It was not good. But the Alice Cooper on crack, I probably should have taken a picture of myself because I've never looked like that bad. But that was the only, like, ugly cry. My daughter's convinced that I will cry when my dog dies. She's yes, convinced of that. But the problem is, see, nobody will ever see it. I'll be as stoic and strong through it in front of people, maybe in private. Yes, I will. I'll, I'll fight. I'll get through it. I'm, I'm so, so I can't get, I can't get rid of it. I can't get rid of that. That. Nope voice in my head telling me don't cry boy don't cry can't get rid of it it's so bad that's and this is a problem for men so before we end this i want to know what you know about the current trends in body hair and shaving and stuff what are the current trends because we've been through it all at our age we've been through the full full bush the landing strip baby bald, all that stuff. What is the current trend and what do women like in for men in their grooming? Okay. So from what I understand, and I'm not that, uh, obviously I'm a little out of the loop, but, uh, I believe a lot of men shave down there clean it all up. It's all well-groomed. It's clear, clean. Baby bald. Baby bald. But what's weird is they leave their chest hair. They leave their everything else. It's just the balls that are bald. 
Yeah. Yeah. That, that sounds about right. And that's no joke of an area to shave either. <laughs> and I'm sure <laughs> that's a rigid side either to shave. Believe that's a it. rigid area. And sometimes one of them balls disappears. <laughs> oh yeah. Sometimes there's one. Sometimes you think you got three. You don't know whatever they are, you know, but what about for women? What is the trend right now for women? Is it preference? Is it more of a, I mean, I'm sure, I mean, I've seen a few landing strips, you know, and stuff like that. I haven't seen clean. I honestly haven't seen a full bush in years since the eighties. I don't think since the eighties, which is great because I'm convinced that full bush made my penis smaller because it pushed like springs, you know, they were like little course pushing up on you. And they were keeping me about a good inch of depth away, you know? Well, the thing is, nope, never mind. You were going to say something about depth not mattering because of all the- No, that's not what I was going to say at all. I was going a totally different direction about hair down there, but because, you know. And it's, it's got to be, there's got to be health benefits to it too, from a, um, just a natural standpoint that hair would hold more debris. <laughs> it's more of a debris. Or it is bacteria. Yeah. And, bacteria and debris. and Yeah. But sometimes they say it's protective as well. Right. It keeps it out too. You're just, now you're opening it up and letting the window open wide. But the other thing is like, Think about it. If you're um, okay, help me say this in a way that's going to be very eloquent. <laughs> me <laughs> help you. <laughs> okay, you know what? Just scratch it. Never yeah, mind. it's impossible, but it's interesting questions, and that's what this show is about: interesting yeah. conversations of a man and a woman. But we do have a guest. We do have a guest coming up, I believe, next week. We do. Who is that? Do tell. I have a friend named Marcy that's going to be coming on. She was on a show with me last night. I think you watched for a little while or viewed. Uh, her. What, what is her background? What is she all about? Well, Mar- I know she's in. I don't know much about her, but I know she's a full time host on that show. Mm-hmm. You know, and I I would garner to guest since everybody else on that show is a comedian, a stand up comedian. I would garner. She's involved in that. And. She oh, asked, good. she asked to come on the show. So I told her she could. So, and she's from Michigan, a state I know nothing about. Me too. Yep. I know they're all from Michigan. I've been on that show a lot. That's crossing the streams. If anybody wants to go look at it on YouTube, I could put the link into these show notes. And that's with the great Jeff Dwoskin, who is the host of classic conversations which is a very successful podcast and he's been doing it for a long time where he interviews um mostly um actors from yesteryear you know from like the love boat mash little house on the prairie he's a um he's not in a particularly dirty speaker like me but he is a very good interviewer and he's very dedicated and he's very intelligent and he likes me. So anybody that likes me is my friend because. I'm on our show too. Yeah. Well, he might. I don't know what he, I've never had him as a guest. It's weird. Never had Jeff. on. Maybe I did. Oh yeah. Jeff was on with me and Jennifer um, one time, but 
I can't even imagine him as a guest because he's such a good interviewer. I can't imagine him as a guest. You wind up doing us, I bet. Yeah, well, we're just we're so friendly. He he's one of these people. It's weird. I was telling the girl I'm dating the other night that he may be my best friend. I've never met him in my life. (laughs) You talk all the time. Yeah, we talk all the time and we talk, especially because we have this in common. The podcasting, yeah. he has so many good ideas. He also shares all the insider tips because he is successful at it. He shares all his insider tips. If he has a guest on that he thinks fits my show, he's sending her to me. He, he nice. it's all about he's not in competition with me, and we're no. nowhere's near. First of all, we're not even in the same genre, but no. unless the comedy part came into it, that's the only genre we have. He's not competing with me. He wants, he'd love me to pass him just so he could pass me again. You know, that's what he'd love. He wants to be a part of my success. And that's why I support him so well. So that's Jeff Dwoskin, my boy, Jeff Dwoskin of Classic Conversations. But that's going to be it for the show. So people have to make sure they are listening to us wherever they listen now. We are available on um, Amazon Alexa. I don't want to say Alexa too loud because mine will turn on and start asking me questions. My door is closed, but mine listens all the but time. I tested it. I tested it today. And you could now say, Alexa, please play a dude in the hen house podcast. And it plays it. So that's yeah. cool. Um, so we're on that. We're on, we're on YouTube where you can watch us. Yeah. YouTube. You can go to the a dude in the hen house and find us there. The links are all in the show notes. All the time, every day, Apple, Spotify, all those good things. TikTok, Instagram, you could pretty soon find Mel on Instagram. Um, and yeah, on Instagram. Yeah, and I'll flash that on the screen so people could QR code it and become her friend and then ask her silly questions. Yes, please. That embarrass her, but that's going to be it. Talk about it. So that's going to be it. So if nobody has told you they love you today, we love you. That is Mel. I am Fred. I am the dude. This is a dude in the hen house. And we'll see you again next week. Got a new tagline.